I've been on so many dates with those people where it becomes a therapy session and I've basically spent the entire time helping someone through <laughs> their acts or their lack of confidence. Like I said, and by the ex. end of it, I look amazing to them and they're like, oh my God, you're so amazing. And I'm like, I know, but you've become so, Damn! <laughs> you've become so unattractive through this you're, conversation. You're so humble. <laughs> no, but you know oh, what I mean? it's coming from Bennett. <laughs> like, so you're so amazing. Oh, I know, but <laughs> Welcome to The Gaily Dose, the weekly podcast made for and by gay men and their allies. We're a podcast with a mission, elevated conversation with the hopes of building a deeper sense of community in the gay world. Child, it's time to come take your Gaily Dose. All right. Welcome to The Gaily Dose. This is Helmut Domogolski. I'm here with my friends. Dante Adonis Rhodes. Stuart Terrell. <laughs> and Bennett. <laughs> yes. And today we're going to talk about a dose of dating, the natural sort of way that we try to to meet someone and is it always natural child well i think it's it's it should be it could be maybe it's not at all maybe it's something we learned <laughs> we'll talk about that today um but for certainly for single people and for those that are now couple dating was a process uh to get to where you wanted to go in terms of companionship so we're going to talk a little bit about our best stories our worst stories mm. and some of our our best advice to our, our other dolls out there okay so. npr over here talking about companionship <laughs> well, exactly right our nightmares our daydreams all of it Oof, so many so let's talk about best stories first uh best dating stories oh he's looking right at me i gotta start um mine was actually i kind of felt like it was a part of a rom-com i was fantastic like really best date ever i love i actually love telling this story because me and the guy um are still really good friends so i work for i've said it before i work for a large software company based in san francisco and we also have a hub in new york city so it was the 50th anniversary of nyc pride and Stonewall and everything. Stonewall, yep. yeah. Stonewall riots. It was World Pride too. And World Pride, right. All in, all wrapped up in the same weekend. So I get to the float and I get out on the float uh, for my company. And y'all, it was like four hour wait. It was, it took forever. Like the line, the line was huge. Um, and so I'm, we're like going to Starbucks, we're getting food, like we're talking, we're chatting. And so like this guy like comes like he's like oh you're gonna go get starbucks like let me come wait in line with you and i'm like okay no problem come on so we just like start we just <laughs> like start you think it was cute when oh, you first yeah. met him okay. okay oh yeah he's right. super cute and he worked for the same company as me so i was like oh he's got a good job blah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm just saying uh, um, and i had a way better job within the company than i do um so she we dates up honey right exactly so <laughs> we started talking and then we're like you know it gets to the point where we're just like we need to start like drinking so we start drinking and like kicking having fun all at starbucks no that we we go to like different venues like by although around, you can in many oh, cities Seattle, around the chicago yeah. you can get your drink at around the float like there's all these places you can go to and we were like gonna run out oh y'all blacked out before the float even no left. we were not black out wow that is not how a cute date starts Girl, you have to white claws and a stumbling nobody <laughs> this is this is pre-covid so i still have my tolerance i don't have it anymore um so finally the float starts going and already we're like i'm touching you know the you know, booty. back mm -hmm. you know kind of like laying into each other the small of his back yeah exactly so you know it's it just it's magical because like you are literally <laughs> you're surrounded by millions of people and then we saw like the cast of uh queer eye and we saw evie oddly and 
it was just like beautiful. And then the fact that it was like the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. And so literally it took another three hours to get off the float. By this time it was like nine o'clock. We're starving. Sweaty, um, smelly. Sweaty, smelly, mm-hmm. had talked a lot, you know, <laughs> tired of waving and smiling and, you know, uh, running around. So it was, um, finally got off the float and he was like, yeah, let's go to, let's go to dinner. So other, the group was like, we should all do a group dinner. Mm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. And then I got to thinking about, I was like, mm, let's not do that. I just want to go, I just want to go with this one guy so I was like we need to find a way to like peel off from the group and like I was nervous about it he was like he took charge like right away I was like oh we're gonna go find our own thing to do so we're like exploring the city and it's like beautiful and finally get to the restaurant and it's like this little we walk into this beautiful hotel like gorgeous and I'm like, is this the restaurant? And they're like, oh no, the the burger place is right around the corner. So you go through this beautiful <laughs> lobby, and then you turn a corner, and it feels like you're in East Atlanta. Like, oh, that's cool. It's like a dive. It's yeah. like so cool. It's like two different environments. And it's so, LA Meridian, isn't it? It's what Midtown LA Meridian that has a burger place in it. White, huge pillars. Lots of I have marble. no clue, but you know what? Yeah, I do. It was a Star Wars hotel. Yeah. That place it's got like is a amazing. burger joint that yes. people like wait in the last people wait two for hours. I've and it is in there too. And it is gorgeous. I still don't even remember. I feel so not well traveled on. Well, anyway, yeah. About. So it was like it's it was so cool. I was like blown away. And then we leave and we're like holding hands. We're I, I told him I was like, we could go back to your apartment, we're not gonna do anything. Like we made it very clear that it was like a date, a cute date. And so we're holding hands walking down the street of New York, and we look over and there's one of those like architectural tour buses mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. where they have the huge window on the side of the building and people are the side of the bus and people are looking out of the buildings to to like get the history of the architecture they see us holding hands and they start clapping because they're like oh pride like that is so cute so like we're like oh my god we're literally in a movie like what the fuck <laughs> you're feeling so gay like literally <laughs> so gay so like liberated like it was just it was incredible we get back to his place He's like, oh yeah, by the way, um, I know I'm uh, I know I'm a software engineer, but I also am writing a musical. And I used to be like a musical theater I, I like nerd in college, right? <laughs> um, so like he starts like he's like, I'm writing a musical. Do you want to like listen to the song? So he's like serenading me with like the music. You had me till then. You had me till then. <laughs> oh come on, Jesus a guy God. a guy playing piano singing to it's you. Kind of it's romantic. Swing, right? That shit creeps me out. Okay, well, I, I was so romantic. I love it that you guys love it. I was so romantic. Um, <laughs> She's the bottom. <laughs> so we'd start like watching like our favorite like YouTube videos and then we'd really do just fall asleep. Like we'd maybe make out a little bit, but it was so cute. You maybe made out. I don't can I, Dante always tries to make it into a bad story. <laughs> no, Some, like, you, no, that's bloody not a story. Definitely, definitely that's a remember thing. Uh, making out is a deep. Like, I'm not trying to demonize. I said you maybe made out. Like, did you make out? That's not bad. It's <laughs> like you're questioning it. That's why yeah. maybe. Yeah. No, I'm saying I don't even. I don't even remember if we kissed, we made, made out. out. We definitely didn't have sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It that's was all like, <laughs> you were like we, we didn't have sex. Maybe we made. I'm like, we definitely didn't have. Like, what's the tea? That's all. Nothing bad. So anyway, so he we wake up the next day and that was like when I was supposed to leave and like. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back to my place. So I make the journey and he like, he comes with me like halfway and he's like, this is how you get back. And so I start packing up all my stuff and he's like, 
do you have time for like a quick like brunch or something? So oh, we like meet up again. Brunch. I thought there was something else quick. No, we, we meet up again and he's like, I need to come visit you in Atlanta and you need to come back to New York. Oh, and we did like, a, we did a couple, did. We, we tried to see, like he came to see me yeah. again. I went to go see him again. And it, it ended in a, you know, just a, this yeah. isn't going to kind of work out thing, but we're still friends. And did you ever have sex? Yes. Ooh, that was a comment. No, that, that, that was a good yes. yes. That sounds yes. like a great date, though, because you had, first of all, you have New York in it. You've got pride. Right, You've you got, have like, people like the cheering you on. The innocence of just enjoying someone's yes. company, the the fun of him being aggressive and being like, I'm going to take him to dinner on his own. Like, there's right. a lot of really cool aspects. So I was like, if I if I were to ever write, like, a rom-com, a gay rom-com, it would, like, almost be exactly that. It was so cute. Aww. That's awesome. That, well, yeah, that really is sweet. He, so he lives like, in New York City. No, he lives in somewhere else. Where no, he lives in New York City. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah he was a local. How about, what part of the city did he live in? Uh, he lived in uh, right in Washington Heights, right next to Harlem. Oh, he's culture. Mm. So y'all went, okay, y'all went way up north. And... So what, um, what about you, Stuart? What about you? Well, uh, mine did not involve musical theater. I'm sorry, nor <laughs> World Pride. It did involve an island or two, so I went with Dr. Curtis on his birthday. It was a big deal birthday, a milestone, and it was the Maldives. So like a big milestone, like an important birthday. Yeah, it was, okay. it was a big number. So <laughs> Maldives are a cluster of islands off the southwest corner of India, so what you do is you fly, fly into Mali and then you take puddle jumpers. Mm. So it was a whole trip and we, you know, stopped at uh, United Emirates on the way. It's just, you know, a whole lot of, whole lot of, lots of pills. I should say. <laughs> Anyways, and red wine, so I tried to scale, you know, over those little yes. eggs, but that's another story for another day. Anyways, <laughs> so we get there, and I had arranged it in advance because the people, it was at the W, uh, Maldives, so it's an, a whole island, so all of the different resorts have their own island because there's just a bajillion of them. There's the one and only, there's the Four Seasons, you know, I could go on. So ours was the last stop, so we had uh, dinner for two, in our own, like, I guess you could say uh, mini island. It was down a really, really long pier. The only way that you could get to the table was via boat or through a golf cart. And the golf cart came and picked us up. Is it one of those, place. like, lit, beautiful, like, candlelit bridges? It was. They did. I've seen those They before. did that. I mean, it was, you know, like tea lights. Yeah. But it was just Enough beautiful. of those. Enough of tea lights. It's a, it's it's a moment. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's it's magical. But it's, uh, we were staying in, you know, those huts that are over water. Mm -hmm. where you can look yeah, down yes, and see, like, the those. fresh flana and fauna and the floor and all that good stuff. And we may have made a video, but that's for another Ooh. podcast as well. I don't know where the hell that is. That's on, on, the that's on our OnlyFans. Only fans. <laughs> Patreon, girl. That's on our Patreon. The Patreon. You see a lot of cogs going on. So see my OnlyFans page. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it was just, it was really romantic because the people were super, super, super to help, helpful. I'm trying to say there, um, they, like I said, they collected us. We just had like a lot of different courses. We went through too many bottles of Vuv. Clicquot mm. is my. I had that last night. Oh, you did. Mm. Mm. I had to celebrate the condo. Oh yeah, that's great. Congratulations. Thanks, girl. That really is a big deal. He flipped his own condo, and he's still friends with his uh, date from World Pride. So he indeed is a lesbian. I'd like <laughs> to go back to that. <laughs> I think it's wonderful that you guys. Anyways, so that was really the extent of the story. It was just, it really was magical, and it was a wonderful memory, and it was just, it, there's something about making plans that go into um, a, a kind of celebration 
a date officially, but... Well, what I, I love really, about that story, Stuart, is you also had a date in your relationship. So yeah. it's not like you were... The, what I love about your story is that it's dating still inside of a relationship. And, and it does and take great. a little bit of extra planning because you just tend to not do that. Yeah, no. You know, when you're in a long-term relationship, you know, date night can be, let's go get ramen noodles, but it, it was something special. Yeah, no, people, yeah. get, people get lazy in love. Um, and I think that's a really good point. Your best dates do not necessarily mean they have to be the ones where you met someone. It mm -hmm. could be someone you've known for a long time. And he also told me that I better have a story about my best date with him. <laughs> <laughs> now that he listens. So if you don't have one, you got to make it up. Right. <laughs> I've never been to the mall dates. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have to say, um, I, I didn't think about it for my own answer would have been, I think of some great friend dates actually, but in mm -hmm. the area of romantic dates, my, my one story is kind of like, a great story and then it twists a little. It was, um, I happened to be in Dallas. I, I, um, I think I was on Tinder and met this really cute guy who was a real estate agent, adorable. I happened to be with my family, I was there for a week and I was like, oh, I would love to get to like be a homo and like go on a nice date with the cute guy in Dallas. Yeah. So um, I arranged to go out on this date. Arranged. I met him, like I had a kid, so I had to be like, okay, like girls, you're gonna be with you know grandma, grandpa, and I'm gonna be gone for this time. So <laughs> I was excited, and my kids are very, they know I date, they encourage it, they you know they want to see me partnered one day. So they're Daddy's all. He's a slut. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Thank you. So um, anyway, so I go on this date, and it's kind of cool because like my kids know, so you're like, okay, I'm going on a date, and um, it was just great because the energy was just there the whole time. When mm -hmm. I met him at a nice restaurant that I didn't choose. And there was something about me not There's having nothing. to make any choices. Yeah. Like, I mean, we made choices along the way. Like, what was I going to eat? You know, and yeah. do I want to agree to go to the next place? But it was constantly like, just great energy, great yeah. discussion. Nothing better than when you like vibe together. Yeah. And then I also like a guy who takes charge. So yeah. it sounds like this guy was taking charge. Well, it was, you know, some of that was just really a relief to be like, oh, hey, you know what? There's this really great other place we can go get like some dessert right. if you like. And I was like, oh my God, that'd be awesome. Yeah. And, and then it's like one the thing after another. Next. Yeah. yeah. You always like, had a plan. That's yeah. kind of how New York happened. Yeah. So I, I really just liked all that energy that... And it was, I literally remember in the, at the end of it, I was like, this is going to be like one of the best dates I've ever been on. Because yeah. I just feel like it's at oh, that level. Are you just phenomenal thing? So I do know him. But here's the, here's the, here's the, I know it. Here's the negative part. So <laughs> this is like, good and bad yes, together. Because yes. there's plan, like the second step is, oh, hey, why don't you come to Atlanta and visit me? Um, and said person comes to visit me. And I think really through the, the activity of the weekend, we kind of drank one night and then the next day he just wasn't the same. Mm. And I actually, maybe he had but what about, what medication about? he used or something because oh. he was really off, like way off. Like, Interesting. The, like, as, like the polar opposite. Like polar opposite, yeah. like fell asleep at date, um, could not function. At the date? Standing. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? I could not function standing, like kept sloughing off during a live performance. I had to like so take this him was, away. So this was the first night he was in Atlanta. This was the second second night he was in Atlanta. What happened the first night? It was right? fine. It was okay. great. Like, oh, it was great. Yeah, so I kind of felt like, <laughs> just like my luck, I found someone who's really great as long as medications yeah. are in use. Poor Jesus. Um, <laughs> and nothing like, is wrong with medications. And you know, right, there's, nothing, no, there's nothing wrong with it at all. And in fact, Take I, them really, as directed. I really um, I really liked him. I still like him. We still are friendly today. Okay. So it's just, I just realized that that journey wasn't going to be for yeah. me for a long-term Well, dating. what if maybe no. he, I'm just throwing this out there, maybe yeah. he found your special drawer, the one with all the different <laughs> sounds, you know, yeah, I don't go and think you're 
Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't have that drawer. <laughs> <laughs> different could, gauges, you been, know. Some are like a toothpick. Some yeah. are like you know a nice yeah. bolt. He could have been. Uh, he could have been faking it. But anyway, so that's just my kind of great date turned into not so great. Mm. Lord but Jesus. I think if I had to actually pick, ultimately the. <laughs> Hold on, stop. Like I think ultimate There's best more? date without any kind of qualms. I think when you plan a date that you're gonna enjoy and enjoy it, like kind of set your mind to it, it can be a great date. Like you just yeah, mindset. But, yeah, but yeah. But planning your own date and taking the other person into consideration is not the way to do it. You're like, I'm just gonna plan it for me, and then the, he did say my own date. That's how other people have horror stories on dates with you. Potentially, they could. what's the tease? <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm just saying what like is, he said that like it was tea. No, I'm I'm just saying like when you take zero consideration on what the other person wants to do and just sure. like that could potentially sure. go really badly. No, you're right. Zero would be true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Well, I wish I had a good story for y'all, but I don't. So if you want to make a good story with me, Instagram is at the Dante Road. Slide into this DMs. Yes. We can well, I'll feature the damn story on the podcast, but as of now, I do not have any great date stories. Well, girl, I'm still I, single, I just, so uh Gailey Bennett girl. I really don't have an ass I'm real bad. I don't know good ones. Okay, let's well, it doesn't we'll, have to be like great. Oh, well, let's go to let's go to the bad ones. ones. Good you, one. you must have some bad oh, ones. Well, let's. Well, you know, Hamu asked prompt a question. You know, you have to ask a little question. Let me answer a little question. Mm-hmm. Ask the question. You got to. Oh, tell, so yeah. So tell I me would, to talk. I would love to know from you guys. Uh, like, so great best date stories. But let's talk about worst date stories, right? So there are. Gosh, many times you maybe don't, not, don't really know somebody. You're trying to get to know uh-huh. somebody, and you discover some things just in the process of getting to the date. So, so the year is 2018. Um, I just started working at this um, restaurant in Atlanta, and I don't know, like you know, you're as a server. Sometimes you're flirty, but it's not like a flirty like I want to date you. But I, oh shit, you want to <laughs> hit the mic? Oh. Um, but yeah, so. But there's this one um, younger, not younger guy, I'm younger, but this one young man, about the same age as me. I was just older than me, I think, actually. A baby. Um, but I, I was like, oh, he seems really cute. He seems really nice. Um, and they were, like, fun. So, um, And this was at your table? Yeah. He left his number for me, said, text me, we should hang out sometime, texted him. That's cute. Well, on a quick date, the, the quick date, it wasn't anything spectacular, but it was nice. It was enough for me to be like, let's go on another date, right? So we got another date. Right. The next thing was like incredible. Went to this little Italian restaurant. Um, had this. It was a great dinner, great ambiance, good food, good wine, all the things. And then Pride was the next weekend, mm. Atlanta Pride. So Pride, like I'm having a great time with my girls, you know. And then like halfway through, I think it was maybe Friday night, I get like a text like, "Hey, what are you doing for her?" And I'm like, "For friends." He was like, "Can I come through and crash?" And me and my friends were hanging out, and it's like not crash, like spend the night, but like yeah. crash the party. And I was like, oh, sure, I don't know him that well. I hate bringing people around my friends that, like, I don't know that well. Just not my tease. Um, but I was like, sure, we could, like, come on over. So I retrieved him from the lobby, and as soon as I see him, like, oh, my God, he is, like, blackout drunk. Oh, no. Okay. Like, and if you know me, any you know my friends listen to this podcast, I hate sloppy drunk people. Handle your shit. I hate, hate, hate sloppy drunk people. But I'm like, you know, he's here. He's in the lobby. I have to take him up now. But I was like, okay, come on, child. So he showed his ass, um, very subtly showed his ass, um, and then left like 30, 40 minutes to the thing. And I was like, all right, that was enough for me. But he wants to redeem himself like the next weekend. So we hang out one more time. And I was already like, because of that moment, I just couldn't like take that out of my head. So he sends me this text the next day. And it's like, oh, I have like a surprise. I'm like, what the hell could this be? He wrote me a fucking song. You told me about this guy. This song, and it was, you would have thought I had proposed <laughs> to this man. It was the creepiest thing. 
Girl, you know what I've just come to realize? What you come to realize? Honey, the dolls are where it's at. <laughs> I knew that. Child, well, you know, I want to learn more. So if you have thoughts and opinions and maybe you want to do a one-on-one session with us, you can reach out to us at feedback at thegailydose.com. That's feedback at thegailydose.com. And honey, I'm not scared to know what you think, so don't be scared to spill the tea. I'm kind of concerned, but... Well, it's time for us to learn. He sends me this text the next day and it's like, Oh, I have like a surprise. I'm like, what the hell could this be? He wrote me a fucking song. This you is, told me about this guy. This song, and it was, you would have thought I had proposed <laughs> to this man. It was the creepiest thing. He said it was horrible. It was, what were the lyrics like? Um, He was like, um, meeting mothers, coming home to loving each other, our yes. lives, our, all these things. Thing. It and was creepy. He was, he was like, we went on like one date. We, he was like, I'm drinking and drinking. Like the words, was like I'm thinking. Of, let me not say this man's lyrics. Trying <laughs> to get a copyright. <laughs> it was just not tea. That's what I'm. It was not the song. It was it was? I felt creeped out, and I was very scared. It was a. I was like, wait a landslide it. He was still so cute, but that really freaked me out. I ghosted him after that. I need to figure out who this guy is. No, man. You so wouldn't know. He's kind of not living in Atlanta anymore. I don't want to say mental. Intense. He was intense. That's the word. It was not my tease. Let's just stop dancing around it. I was having a really rough time, and we connected, and I felt <laughs> like I needed to put, you know, some pen to paper. Shut and I was up. like, shut up. But no, it was a I think I, sh- I should have taken my own. Like, he was a sloppy drunk. You should have left it alone. If you are a sloppy drunk, do do not hit me up on Instagram and go on a date with me. Please don't. So did, you, did you, so after the drunk night, you gave him another chance after that? Yes, because I'm nice. Mm. And then I, sh- I should have been, I should have been an asshole and I should have said, leave me alone. Well, nice is a stretch. All right, so I'm going <laughs> to, um, I'll, I'll share a worst, a worst date story. Um, this was like maybe uh, a year after coming out and I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on this date. And I, um, I lived up the northern perimeter of Atlanta well, and I came into uh, into the Buckhead area for dinner drove myself there you know like a normal adult does and then um, <laughs> I got in and like met the guy at the table which was really cool and then I realized oh, I don't have my wallet like oh, I had no. driven all that way without my wallet and Ooh. I kind she of was trying like, to get a free dinner crap so this, well, that's what so that's the, the immediate so the immediate thought he had was oh you're trying to get a free dinner and I looked. This at is him. pre-Venmo, right? Yeah, yeah, pre all. Well, and I don't. Yeah, I guess I have my phone. Yeah, I have my phone. But yeah, and then you don't have like the case with like all your cards mm-hmm. in it, like I do now. Everything's all in one. It would never forget anything. But um, so I'm just like, dude, I'm so sorry. I will drive back. You know, I will absolutely drive back <laughs> yeah, if you want to wait for me, or we you can have to at least offer. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm like, okay, gosh, this feels bad. But I'm like, how much? You're not gonna beat yourself up. Like, have a good day. Right. Like, like everybody your, makes mistakes. You know, like, yeah. And like. If it goes well, you can pay for the second date. Exactly. So what it became was this missiled conversation. Everything was about how extravagant and wonderful this person's life was. Well, good. You can pay for my dinner. It was was like, oh my gosh, I go skiing, you know, every week, Mm -hmm. uh, every year in um, every year I go to and and I love it. Mm -hmm. And it was Mm -hmm. like he would just go on and on and on. And I noticed also he had this excessive masculinity about the way he ate. Everything was like bludgeony and hard, and his all his posture. Girl, what in the NPR is going on with your vernacular and word choices today? It was bludgeony. (laughs) I know. What is that? I need a bludgeony pill. Give me a thesaurus. Like what the hell were y'all eating? I would anyway, like a, like like the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, but literally he's Keesh. like he's bludgeoning the food like, <laughs> <laughs> again with a bludgeoning like, to get it in his mouth. And I'm like, okay, bro, like just eat 
the meal like a sophisticated human yeah. it's called using both hands you know like ooh, um, <laughs> ooh. With the is, it, is it that he's like masculine or is he just no there was masculine. excessive need for the there was a very machismo uh-huh. aspect to him and then he's like bragging through all these things and what i started doing intentionally during the date you know i was i'm a quiet person in a date i want to get to know you right not just right. talk about myself and i found myself so the opposite of what you are on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Purposefully, I would respond back, and I would one up him a little bit to see what he would do because he did not. Uh-huh. He wanted to be in a that's where it, position. That's, that's where it spirals when you try so to one up somebody. Be, so he wanted to be in a dominant position. Girl, and like, that's what happened with so the, you know who. So for the example, the end of the comments around the the you know Colorado and every every winter I go blah 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 blah. I'm like, oh well, have you ever been um, to the Alps? <laughs> Not the Alps. <laughs> he's like, he's like, no. I'm like, oh well, that that's where I learned how to ski. Yeah, yeah and like that's how I would drop it at six months. No, old. I would just, I would just dropped it. It's true, right? And this happened. I know this. I know this man is saying the opposite. This but, broke bitch talking about the Alps. Yeah. Can't even right. make for her own food. Right. No, but, 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 that was my, but that was my life story. No, I oh. told the truth. There were just aspects where, like, I know, I don't need to. You would typically you. hide that. I would on the totally, first date, yeah. But. I would totally, but I felt like this man <laughs> quickly showed me, like, it was so important for him. To show me how great he was, yeah. and I'm like, bitch, you don't even know where I went to school. You don't know I have three children. You don't know what the Got that Kellogg I've seen, degree, honey. <laughs> the places I've been in this world. I'm not gonna, but but you're asking for it. I'm gonna slap you with a few comments, did right? You, did you have the Kellogg degree at and this it point? Happened. I did, yeah. You should have told him, girl. I, well, I I think I might have, and I don't remember the other things that happened. There were about three different topics that came up in the course of the date <laughs> where he was just like, so blah blah blah, and I would just boop boop. The very end of the date. These uh, children run in, um, and um, they come out and give him hugs. And I was like, "Oh, that's so cute. He must be something's lovable about him." This is at his house. Uh, no, this is at the, a restaurant that we're at. Oh, oh, so people just running up to the man. Yeah, down kids. to the from table. a restaurant. Kids. And he knows the owner of the restaurant. Oh, got it. And he's like, "Oh man, these are these kids. They're so great." I was like, "Oh, they're sweet. They were cute yeah, that's kids." Cute. And he's like, "Yeah, you know what? I would really, really love to have kids one day." And that was the only comment I held back. Because I wanted to be like, well, I got three. But I didn't. Right. I didn't. I didn't. Right. That's thought, a lot on the first date. I thought that would have been so rude. Just, you know, like, I <laughs> yeah. have been so mean to him. Net out, though, I felt so bad about owing him money um, that I think I saw him years later, and I felt like crap. Like, I went up to him, I'm so sorry. But it was the worst date, because ultimately, he just didn't care to learn who I was. It was all kind of a soliloquy about mm-hmm. how great he was, is how it felt. And I felt like it just was it was probably standout worst date because I felt like it was not a date. It was just a soliloquy and a yeah. impress me match. And it, I just hated it. My, my worst date's very similar to that, but it was like who we know, like, Oh, I know this guy. Well, I know this guy. I know this guy. I've hooked up with no, this Sean guy. name dropping twinks in midtown on the date. No, literally like I've dated, <laughs> I dated this, I dated this guy. I hooked up with that guy. And then like literally on our first date, we're talking about our hookups. And then he started talking. Then he's, then he said something like, well, I hooked up with your ex, and I didn't even tell him who my ex was. Ooh. Later, he was like, I lied. I was just trying to piss you off. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, that's what you do. Right. How, the, I want the story. How did we get there at the day? Y'all sat down, and I was like, well, guess who I just fucked before we showed up at no, this table? No, I, I feel like I knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. I was like, this guy is way too into himself. And so what I 
I, I, you aborted. I, yeah, I was so bored date. that I was like, I don't yeah. even care. Like, I don't. This is gonna go off the rails anyway. So you just so you started you started the conversation about hookups. I don't know. I actually, I honestly <laughs> oh. don't. I, I just knew that I didn't care about the outcome yeah. of mm-hmm. the date mm-hmm. um, very quickly in. Um, but I've also really, really noticed as a general rule, dates really go off the rails really quickly um, when you try to like one up each other like mm-hmm. that happened mm-hmm. that's a, that's definitely a, a pattern that i see happen a lot or they're not over their ex which is another that's, big one that i see a lot that's so funny you know i love going on dates with cocky guys because I, I just inflate the hell out of their ego and i think it is entertaining to me like though but like if you would have like i went to breckridge i'm like oh my god what's breckenridge like like just this, it, it's funny to watch someone like Feels so high and mighty. It's really entertaining to me. I love Just doing it. Up a little bit yeah, legit. but I'm like, oh, I just like, I love it. Like anytime they brag about something, I like, I'm so into the brag. I'm like, oh my god. It's interesting because really? it's interesting because then and then in this case, so one thing I noticed is that it's kind of it's men sort of being men, kind of want to mm-hmm. show each other. It's an out, alpha thing, isn't right? it? Yeah. Maybe. And then there's another aspect of it, which is at the point that you're like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm this entertaining. You're just having fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh my god, it's so much fun. Well, basically, like, are no longer interested this, in that. Person. It's like people yes. watching in person. But the, well, not even but, always, because like, sometimes the shit do be impressive. Like the old man that took me on that day. If you went off the me, sure. offered you meth? If he did offer me meth, <laughs> he was talking about Art Basel. He had this very yeah. beautiful home. He is in. I was like, you are pretty impressive. Right. Right. So I was like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, but here's here's something that's interesting as well. I had a friend who told me that as soon as the date he knows that it's not going to go anywhere. He's just like, this isn't working. He leaves. Do you oh, guys wow. do that? I've never done that. I don't think you should. And the reason why is you just fucking never know. You've already showered. I'm assuming no one, no uh, offense there, Bennett, but I'm just assuming that you showered, you've gotten ready. You've gone there. What do you have to do? You know, well, and not just, only that, yeah. like why, why burn bridges? Like right. the community is so small already. I mean, we'll don't, talk about do it. Do you want to be the, like, there's the douche that just, you know, yeah. didn't even give me the time of day. He could be the best person in the world. Yeah. Just really trying to be somebody else for sure. For because sure. he felt like he had to fit that role because he was so taken with you. I you got, never know. I have so many, just, I have so many stories about how like the person I was trying to date was the ex of somebody else or there was friend drama between, we'll talk about that. I'm sure on another episode, but, um, you're right. It's like, why? Why even why, why even not? do that? Yeah. But you know, I think that's the kind of the point. I think dating is to some degree a, a doorway to friendship. Meaning, you go on a date with someone. Maybe you have you think that they're attractive enough to ask them, right? But you really don't know what you're going to show up with. Where the person's mentally at, how right. available they are, yep. what their personality's like, and then you kind of figure out a few things, and you're like, okay, well. To your point, Stuart, I did dress up for this. I am at this nice restaurant. Why don't I still have a good time? And now kind of change it, it and get to know, well, or you're splitting the bill. But you're like, it's still, still my time. It. Yeah, it's still my time. Why don't I go ahead and enjoy it? Because maybe this person will become a friend, you know? Maybe this person will become a good acquaintance. Maybe yeah. they have something about It them. depends on how much off the rails it is, right? Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. if it's like, it, if it's offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it, perhaps just another approach is, you know, Joe, uh, it seems like you want to tell me a lot about what's going on with your life, but let's talk about something other than, you know, Breckenridge every year. I think that's great that you have a lot going on there, but, you know, let's step aside and, yeah. and just see how it goes. What's the worst thing he's going to do? Like, right. flip over the table? Mm-hmm. Well, then that makes for a good story. Yeah, no, and I was new to dating when I actually went on that date. I think about it now. I would have controlled the date, yeah. meaning I would have steered it differently. Yeah. 
and made it a more enjoyable experience. Yeah. I feel like that's part of your job on a date. If you want to have a good time and not be a douche and just stand up and walk away because you've kind of said, okay, this person's not dating material. Well, this person could be a friend. This person could be a resource to connect you to your future dating mm -hmm. partner, right? Like you just, the, the community we're in is so small. This person could be a way to get to know other sure. people. Of course. You just, I, you I, never know what somebody's going through. I actually have a, have a question for you guys. Um, and maybe this dovetails into this episode or another one. Do you, for, I've noticed about myself, I, at the end of a relationship, if, if it doesn't end in marriage, which is like, you know, you know, somebody's ultimate goal. Like, I feel like that's what people, a lot of people are looking for. Um, I kind of like write off the entire relationship, even if there were like really, really good times. Do you find yourself doing that? I, I recognize that when you meet someone and you fall in love yeah. and you, um, and you go through life and you yeah. go through hardships and stuff, yeah. like there's no like romantic, poetic, given mm -hmm. story that we get to manufacture. Life happens, right? Of course. So and, ends, and most don't. I mean, they and most it ends, don't. And it's hurt feelings and things yeah. like that. But I I've, I guess I've always looked at it and been like, man, there were moments that were fantastic and I grew from this. Right. Like I grew. So the net out, like for my story is I'm better. Yeah. So I'm thankful for it. Yeah. I guess my, my parents got divorced like when I was 12, 13. So I was just becoming a teen. I feel like it was very um, developmental part of my life. And I, when I saw that happen, I just saw everything kind of fall apart. And so I, I think that part of me gauges the entire relationship by the way, by its ending to some degree. I think it's super sad though, because there are some beautiful moments of even relationships that turn back. Yeah, that sounds like it might be, and there might be, Drama, trauma, trauma from yeah. your own yeah. experience because you weren't there for your parents right. meeting and the wonderful. Well, for all you know, is they have worked from you know memories of that. You just saw what you saw, right? And a lot of the you know a lot of even when I was younger, but before twelve, thirteen years old, was not good. Either. Yeah, and children see a lot of the the like it's harder. You, it's a different lens, you know. That's it's unfortunate what kids have to go through in yeah. divorce, but. Um, that's a real bad date if you have divorce. But child. I do, I do, I do love the concept, and I will tell you, that's probably why I'm still single. I think dating to the end, with an end goal of companionship, is good. I think that's a, a great lens to date through. Um, but I think forcing it on the person, like I'm so open enough that like I'll go out with someone that I'm like I don't know if they'll be th that person, but you don't know who they are until uh -huh. you sit and but talk I, with them. I will say that there is a way to like vet the person like yeah. that. I mean, like looking at them, I'm like, okay, like if you. Not to damn people, like, I hate circuit parties. If someone likes circuit parties, I probably don't want to date that person. Do you I, guys do you guys look for red flags? Like, yes. Yeah, I do. Like, too. if I've seen you, like, I know that, like, I can't sustain a relationship with someone who's, like, heavy drug yeah. usage. So, like, it's tri it's triggering for me. I have okay, we're about to go that. down a different rabbit hole. First of all, because you like circuit parties does not make you a person. No, just all, I'm talking about compatible. Let me finish my... I I want, you cut me yours. off. You, I wasn't done. No, he's not done. You said things that are, are very like sides, you know, they're sweeping. Yes. If you go to a circuit party, you like a circuit party, I'm not gonna date you. Okay, that's that's pretty generalized. And then you say, furthermore, if you are a heavy drug user or whatever, which sounded like it equated to a circuit party, you know, you're not gonna like so it either. Me, that's I wanna, okay, I wanna but I'm gonna both. just go ahead and finish it and you can just put a, a pin in what it is that you wanted to say about that. Just please don't say that. Like circuit parties can be wonderful. They can be cathartic. You don't have to use drugs. You 
you can feel comfortable, you can take your shirt off, you can dance, you can get sweaty, you can, you know, just work it out. It's great cardio, you can enjoy the music. It doesn't mean that you have to do the ABCs of, of drugs and be a certain mindset and get waxed, you know, and all of these things because you like a certain party. That's like people saying, I cannot stand people who go to raves. I cannot stand people who, you know, enjoy the conga. I don't know. I, that that really bugs me. I've heard it a couple of times. So I'm going to dissect what I said now. Those okay. two points in particular. So circle party is one of them. I don't care if someone goes to a circuit party. That is great for them. When I talk about someone long-term being my life partner, that is something that is instilled in things they like to do for fun. So my friends can love circuit parties. I don't want my partner to be someone who loves circuit parties, albeit of the drugs. It's just not my scene at all. And I don't want to be the person that's always making them feel... I've seen people in relationships where they don't like to do something that's that significant. Like, if I often don't want to go to circuit parties, you often want to. It's either you begin to feel bad about going to them because I don't want to go to them, or then I resent you for going to them. So I just to avoid true. that altogether. Then with drugs, drugs for me are very triggering because my family comes from a long line. Uh, people addicted to pills, alcohol, a combination of both. Um, I've had shit in my inner close family, lives being ruined from drug usage, so it's very like traumatizing for me. So if I know someone is a heavy drug user, I don't want to traumatize myself by dating them. Like it's something that is hard for me That's to deal fair. with. That's, That's fair. That's fair. It just sounded like you were, you were putting I, the both no, together. No, I was going to explain them, but you, you, you paused me in the second, but that was I mean, if we, we need to go outside. But back to my I point, that that means when I through. look at someone I want to date, I look at these kinds of things because I see people too often avoid them or act like they do not exist, and then they're unhappy in the relationship. Yeah, so I'm later, like, yeah. bitch, you knew this before you dated this man, right. so don't all of a sudden be the asshole to be like, I don't want you to go to a circuit party. No, that is rude. Don't then agree to date me knowing this is my lifestyle. That's true. If I know that's your lifestyle, I'm not going to try to date you because I don't want to either resent you for it or press you into changing who you are yeah, to you date me. you can't change people. Exactly. I'm not in the game of changing people. Yeah. If this is who you are, I love that for you and I embrace you for who you are. Let's be great friends, but as someone who is supposed to be my life partner, my rock and my support system, that's just not in the cards for me. Lifestyles have to match. Well, exactly. I, like Lifestyle is important. A question is, just because somebody likes circuit parties, though, isn't that like pretty sweeping that you assume that they're going to be this person for forever? That's so, and I'm, that's what like, I said. If it's like a part so, of who they are. I have friends who go to circuit parties sometimes, but they're people who, like, that is their scene. So, their scene is the circuit party. Yeah, okay, so that I think, doesn't make it change yeah, like a week I later. Think, all right, so uh, what would you, if you're giving someone a little bit of advice, a tip, a trick, whatever, for dating, um, what would you suggest? Don't go into a relationship wanting to change anybody and, you know, be open to being flexible yourself. But, you know, don't lose yourself in that relationship, I think is really important. In dating? Yeah. So don't lose yourself on the date? On the dating or in, the, or in a, re a subsequent relationship afterwards. Okay. I say be romantic as possible. I get so tired of people taking me. Not even taking me. We be going on dates, and it's like a bitch. We could have did this as friends. This is the dating context isn't necessary because this is not a date. I feel like people really don't put enough effort into that anymore. Like making the date romantic. Like I remember one time I bought guy flowers, and he was like, "That was a lot." And I was like, "It's a third date. Why is this a lot?" Like that shit's weird to me. It doesn't even have to be romantic. Like even like even something out of the box. Yeah, like, like be like a, make it more interesting. Like a picnic, a, a picnic in Piedmont Park. Like that's not necessarily romantic, but you're thinking out of the box, which it's I for think the first is, date. No. Yeah, that's actually cute as fuck for a first date. I would love to go on a little well, picnic could, day. Yeah, you could do that. Have your Chardonnay and I have my Merlot. But like, you know, just going to a movie and dinner, it's boring. Oh, I went to a movie. I fucking hate There's when people no take interaction. me to see so movies. Boring. How, you getting, how are you getting to know anybody in a damn movie? We could watch a movie at your house. Wink, wink. How you <laughs> wink, doing? Wink. How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How about you, Stuart? What would you suggest? I, I think that, you know, I have so many friends, straight and gay, who are waiting on Superman. You're not going to get probably every single mm -hmm. box, box check, check marked. Yeah. So I'm not saying lower your expectations. That's far from what I'm saying. What I, my advice is give everyone a chance. So even in the middle of a date, if it's not going well, if it's going south, yeah. see if you can do anything to change that because you just never know. You never know about a person. Like dig deeper. You never know if somebody likes circuit parties. Right. It could just be they go to like one a year. Yeah. They go to the white party in, you know, California. It's not all encompassing everything about their personality. The other one is you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Yeah. If you don't like yourself, if you don't love yourself, then how can you healthily love or like someone else? Which is easier to Okay, RuPaul. Okay, RuPaul was thinking the same thing. Yes, yeah. RuPaul. RuPaul says it like every single every episode. episode. Oh, I don't know. If you don't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? I've never seen... Oh, shit. I'm not supposed to say I've never seen that. I guess. <laughs> okay. okay. We have to edit that out. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Just please don't, please don't at me on Instagram. Yeah. You know, I would say, I think uh, I think being being okay being single is a big part of it, right? Be okay in your own self going into the date. Yeah, like maybe date you, yourself. Because I think there's a lot of people that go on dates that aren't ready to. Yeah. I've been on so many dates with those people where it becomes a therapy session and I've basically spent the entire time helping someone through <laughs> their acts or their lack of confidence. Like I said, and by the end of it i look amazing to them and they're like oh my god you're so amazing and i'm like i know but you've become so, damn you've become so unattractive through this you're, conversation you're so humble <laughs> no but you know oh, what I mean? it's coming from bennett <laughs> you're so amazing oh i know but oh, you, I, bitch, you're this, you are trash Wait, in that mirror like around. don't come to a date with like such a low self-esteem tank you just that's rude it's it's like, no, it's you, so, are you are dismal you it's, are it's a waste of my time i basically paid to make you feel better like it's a lot and I've been on so many dates where I've... Since I've, I'm so great, buy my food, bitch. I'm just saying, so think about... Yeah, if they thought you were so great, you wouldn't be paying for the dinner. So think about Ooh, that. If he brings, and then, uh, if he brings his That's wallet. the real team. And then, and just remember, dating is an opportunity to meet someone. It doesn't mean you're getting married. So, you know, Very like, good. get to Very meet good them. Point. And then treat other people with respect that you'd ask for yourself. And I think that goes to the whole thing with like ghosting and people not responding and stuff. I'm like, that's not how I would treat it's my harmful. a friend yeah. or a damn stranger that I was like, hey, you know, a networking person that I was going to meet to talk about how to... I don't know, bake muffins or whatever the heck. Networking I, to bake muffins. You whatever. got a rare network. Whatever. If you're a <laughs> cooking interest. She reached for that one. I did. I should say that networking to find out how to make a podcast. You know, like mm. I would treat that person with respect, say, hey, sorry, I can't make it. I'm, you know, and I wouldn't make it up like three, three, 30 minutes before <laughs> I'm supposed to see them, which is what I think I've seen many of you queens do to each other. That's so. not like a read. It was. <laughs> All right. Uh, so do we have a call to Kiki? I'm scared. Dante usually does this. Spit it out. <laughs> All right. So this week's call to Kiki is get your friend, your best friends together, whether it be in person, on Zoom, and ask these exact questions. Get to know your circle a little bit better um, because there's a reason why you, your date went really, really well. And there might be a reason where you can look inward. You might be part of the reason why your date didn't go didn't go great. So, T. right? I mm -hmm. mean, it goes both ways. It's not it's not always the other person. It's maybe the vibes that you're sending out. And um, you know, then also make sure to while you're around, ask them prodding questions about like what what kind of cool dating ideas um, in the future would maybe help you score that perfect date because 
movie and dinner, not the tea. Yeah, I heard that. What you had made that suggestion. You said someone created like a even a, a music list for a date. Yeah, I somebody created such a somebody cute created, idea. Somebody created a music list. Um, I probably listen to music at the date. Like to be like, hey, no, here's like here's five songs before a date to kind of yeah. help you get ready. Yeah. I think that's so cute. It's so simple. And then, and cheap. That, that was, and then I did. did someone sent me music what, like, I before the date? during the date. You're going on a date with someone, and before the date, they send you a playlist. No, no, no. If, like he played ahead. No, he played a week ahead. No, he doesn't remember. He's telling my story. He didn't even know. We he played it during the date. We 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 did a date oh. in his house. It was a quarantine date. Was, oh, okay. Cause y'all, I was like, so you're playing music at the restaurant. And then this bitch is like, no. When you're getting no, ready for the no. date, I need to hear like one example of one song. Just I mean, just tell us one one song. I don't know. No, I if it's it like endless phone. love. Anyway, the Diana point was, wow, it was it was so chill. inexpensive to do and send someone and be like, here's our little playlist. I think it's cute. I've, I've even That's done simple. I've even done like icebreaker questions where you like pick one and you you at answer the day? it and they yeah. answer it. Yeah, it's cute. Okay, it is cute. Am I just as cynical as hell as I can be? Because both of those things just we're sound on the same page. Stuart, Stuart, can you talk about our mental health for a second? Well, yes, it's, it clearly sounds like I'm the one to do that. <laughs> what I would like to uh, promise that we can post on our website is something that gets to like the nerve of what I was saying before. Love yourself, and then you can love others. Now, that's easier said than done, right. but you can get to a point where you decide to like yourself, and then you may have more of a healthy energy to give to someone else. And I would like to commit to having that onto our website. Yeah, we'll Apparently, I'm running out of town because uh, Bennett's literally snapping. No, I'm, that was yes. my yes, yes girl. Yes, 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 oh, that yes, was like, yes, honey, yes, honey. She got so <laughs> mad. She's defensive. All right, and on the on that note, on that note, you can check us out at thegaylydose.com, at thegaylydosepod on all social media platforms, and at thegaylydose on Facebook. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to share us, like us, and subscribe to where you listen to podcasts anywhere. Love you all, and thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Gaily Dose. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.